Hello once again, everyone. Welcome to episode 47 of the Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, we're your host. I'm Travis of the old Ness Friend YouTube channel. That's Alex. He's SNES drunk. And speaking of SNES drunk, just a wonderful video, a pair of videos, came out yesterday, and I was it was completely unexpected, especially the longer one. I thought it really got good around one hour, 43 minutes. I was really impressed. <laughs> I thought it really... Shot up right there. You know, I don't know the cinematic the term for that. You but know it, what I mean? It yeah. ascended toward a climax. Yeah, it was getting good. Yeah, it was getting good. Get good, as they say in uh-huh. the in the gaming community. It was getting good. You need to get good to get good. Mm-hmm. Especially one hour forty three minutes. I mean, you're talking. You're you're in deep at that point. It was fantastic. You know what really impressed me? How long you can you can hold that note? Wowie. Well, you know, uh, I went to, uh, you know, back in when I was, you know, I want to say when I was six or seven years old, my parents sent me, they pushed me out the door, sent me to these like uh, monks out in uh, uh, Eastern Asia. Yeah, out in Tibet. And uh, I was, you know, they they told me, they taught me how to, uh, you know, I was out there for like six or seven years. I skipped high school. I skipped, uh, I I skipped, uh, Skipped a lot of school. Jeez. Uh, I still learn to speak English somehow. That's good, you though. Know. Yeah, it's convenient. It's helped um, with this podcast. Oh, for, for, the, for the podcast, yeah. But I can speak Chinese at, at the drop of a hat. Actually, no. Th- you know what? I can't speak Chinese. I just realized because they never talked. None of the monks talked. Yeah. Yeah, you, but, had, a, you uh, had a way out, and then you almost lied. But yeah, you didn't, you didn't have to learn it. But you did no, anyway. I didn't have Incredible. to learn it. Uh, and so as a result, I didn't have to lie. Um, so I, (laughs) I, uh, learned to like hold my notes and my voice Mm -hmm. for, for seven hours at a time, but I, I I didn't want to bore the audience. So I just kept it at three hours. I really appreciate that. I, I, I hope most people do. I'm glad. I'm really happy to hear you say that because, uh, yeah, three hours is, you know, that's, that's push on the limit. But it's uh, you know, I it, 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 it's enough. It's it 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 it, it wets the appetite. As you know, I, at about ten minutes, I had a, my first wave of this is enough. But I stuck through until minute thirteen, and then I turned it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you also you did you've done a couple other things. You 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 had a wacky April Fools. Not typical for you, but you had a wacky one. You decided to have fun. Where did that come from? I won't say it's not typical. You've done silly videos before, but it came from the fact that I I had this music that I recorded myself uh, back in uh, 2007, 2006, and I was just like, well, I might as well use this to make it some sort of stupid intro and put some flames behind my <laughs> behind my logo. It was awesome and do do this dumb shit with all this guitar crap and yeah, all this other stuff. And it's it like, made me want to go out and buy a motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know why. I was I was immediately just in an opened another window and started googling. Can I even buy a motorcycle? Will they let you have one in COVID? I don't even know how it works. But I thought that uh, that was really interesting, and because we've we've never seen anything like it. Watch, watching Good. your channel, I'm glad that's that's the idea. You're not supposed to see anything else like well, it. Sure, because yeah. That's that's what I'm. That's the idea. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. Um, no, I just I had this music that I recorded, and it's like way back when, and I. It, <laughs> it's a long story behind it, um, but uh, yeah, I, I I just wanted to make use of it, 
and um do something with that stuff and uh yeah just kind of have fun is that and, is uh, that uh you shredding that's oh you it is yeah Wow. I used to play guitar. I used to have a Jackson PS4, super low action, 24 frets, a Floyd Rose bridge, all that nonsense. You know, just like it, it, it's one of those guitars where you can't help but play a thousand miles an hour the second you sit down with it. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's so stupid. It's just like this guitar is absurd. But, um, but you don't play as much yeah. anymore. That's That makes me sad because it sounded like you have some talent. I mean, I guess, you know, it, it, I, it's one of those things where it's it's hard to be like, you know, it's, yes, I've, I've played guitar since I was 12, and I've played Metallica and Slayer and Cannibal Corpse and all that nonsense, all that metal nonsense, I grew up with it, but um, at the same time, I kind of grew out of that when I was, you know, 17, 18, and I wanted to play more. Morrissey, yeah. <laughs> Morrissey, Morrissey, Smiths. and the Eurythmics. You got really into that oh, stuff. Eurythmics, <laughs> sweet dreams are made of this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Boy, so, yeah. I, I, I can't even do the headfield. Not do the headfield without. <laughs> Who am your I to disagree? That's a very good cover. I wish you'd do it. <laughs> but no, I think that's interesting. So you're able to find a home for that music that you yeah, recorded some time I, I ago. Like, cool. I, I love metal. I love cheesy metal. I love power metal. I love that, you know, Iron Maiden style metal. Um, and I love playing, you know, I, I'm super out of practice now. I have not even touched any guitar. You know, I, I still play guitars every, you know, once in a while. I have my acoustic and my uh, electric. It's an Ibanez AXS32, which is... I traded that, or I traded my my Jackson in for that. Like, oh, what was that? Like ten years ago, more than ten years ago, um, and that was, uh, you know, just just to kind of like change my style of playing. I wanted to be more of like a rhythm player and just like have fun playing instead of being like a million miles an hour, like a Slayer, like Carrie King kind of a thing. It's like, yeah this is dumb. Like, this is not fun for me. Like, this is just like constant sweat. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. It's a lot of practice. So, yeah, uh, it wasn't fun, but I, I just, I gave that up. So I, I got a, an Ibanez instead. And I love this guitar. The, my, that's my electric guitar. That's, uh, I've had for a while, but yeah, anyway, very cool. And then to move it along here, you also got that Flintstones treasure of Sierra Madrock. Madrock? Madrock. Madrock, yeah, as opposed to Sierra Madre. Uh, Madre. Oh, uh, of course. Oh, I see. I see now. Yes. Okay. Like the like the movie or like the book, I guess, from the 1920s. But, um, or yeah. the city in California. That's actually a pretty good yeah. game. Like, Taito knew what they were doing with, with the Hanna-Barbera territory back yeah, then. Yeah, they had some good um, ones on the NES, too, yeah. Yes, it's it's the um the game itself like the platforming sections are, are so like basic but sometimes basic works like sometimes it's it's pretty good as long as it looks good and the controls are good like it's fine. That's great. Um yeah, it's fine. It's it works. What what are you doing? You you don't got a video? I didn't do no anything. video. I didn't do anything. I got a big one coming out uh, next weekend. Yep. You know how I do. I take a big break before I for an amalgamation of, of good videoness. Uh, I actually haven't had time to work on a ton of videos in a while because work has been kicking my ass. I did. I wanted to double back real quick, though, because mm. what? Or 
can you say anything about space football one-on-one? <laughs> Which was the title of the video that you you, you cheesed up. Oh, there, is that the game I was talking about? Well, no. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess. What was the game that was... Hang on just a second. You might have to edit this out. I'm so sorry. Um, just creating work. God damn. Oh, <laughs> Space Football One-on-One is a ripoff of the uh, game Ball Blazer, which which was made for Atari 7800, and I think there's a version for it on Commodore 64. Those versions of it are, are, like, fun and, like, actually, like, wow. Like, these these are ahead of their time. You know, they're split-screen, multiplayer, uh, one-on-one games that are kind of fun. Space Football One on One is a ripoff of that on Super Nintendo, and it's fucking garbage. It's oh. it's just utter trash, and it's not fun, not good. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea where you're going. Uh, it's it's just a disaster. It's it's there's a reason nobody talks about it. Nobody knows about it. Sometimes hidden gems remain hidden for a reason. Trav. And they're not even gems. They're just hidden garbage. They're they're just they're, there's garbage, and they're just you know. Uh, rolled up newspapers and Snickers wrappers, you know, thrown away way back in the day. Okay. And they're just laying there and rotting in the street, <laughs> rotting in the gutter. That's what they do. All right. Thanks for giving me the backstory on trash. Mm. Next up, we have some emails. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got Rob, our buddy Rob. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Of the Classic Gaming Podcast. That's right. He, he's a guy that plays some guitar. He says he does? He's really good. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's He's fun to watch. He says, how about that new Ninja Turtles game, right? Rob. <laughs> um, the new, yeah, and we got this back in like the middle of March. And yeah, how about it? It looks freaking awesome. I cannot wait mm-hmm. um, to play it. I'm really excited. It really got the juices flowing when I saw the video because it is four player. And I have a lingering feeling that they're holding a few things back. Like maybe April O'Neil is a playable character, maybe Casey Jones, maybe mm. Splinter. Has Splinter ever been a playable character in a Ninja Turtles game? It's a good question, and I, I you know, I will say this: the guy to ask. I'm going to reference my other podcast, Polykill. We had mm. a guy that because uh, we always we do the beats. If you beat a game, you tweet us. We we call you out. We had a guy who went through. He beat every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video game that exists in one month. There's a lot more wow. than you think. So we'd have to ask him. He beat every one of them, which is like, I don't know, like 40 games. That's it's that many? Holy crap. Yeah, it's I a lot. I would not have guessed 40. I would have guessed like 15. Holy cow. I know. He even he found one. And we'll let's talk about this one first. But he found a different one I want to talk about. But Shredder's yeah, yeah. Revenge, I agree, looks great. It looks like the Turtles game we've been needing for at least, what, 30 years at this point? Like, oh, super fun. 20 it looks years at so least. good. It's got that 16-bit arcade-style audio, you know, the visuals. It's got the, the great music. And I cannot wait. I got, you know, charged up when I saw it. Really excited. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the, the little intro animation. I mean, they knew exactly yes. who they were talking to. They're talking to yes. the people who grew up with the 80s stuff. They have the old 80s logo there, which I'll admit, I still see that logo. There's a little part of, there's a the, the little kid that's still inside of me somewhere still gets excited to see that classic logo because that was on all the toys I wanted. It was on the cartoon I loved. So I still get excited to see that stuff. So yeah, I'm pretty jazzed for this. 
let me bring this up though. What what is it about it that with something like this? What's the difference between pandering and like actually getting you jazzed? Because something about this actually got us jazzed without it being pandering. How does it work? How does it work that way? Like I it's, think it's not pandering. Yeah, there was something about there wasn't a there wasn't any language to it. They just showed us something. And they were like, huh? Oh, that's a and, good point. Yeah. And I think, yeah, they they didn't have to say anything. They were like, we know exactly what people that it that fell in love with this franchise when it was first <laughs> huge. We know what they want. And that's what they showed There's us. There's a guy like Reggie, what's his name, from Nintendo coming out in front of the camera saying like, we know you want Ninja Turtles and like, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. I think that's it's part just, of it. It's just, here's the freaking game. Yeah. We sold ourselves on it because we saw it and we were like, that does look great. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, so that's okay. Yeah, that's we cool. we didn't we didn't get the we didn't get a sales pitch that we could pick apart, uh, which is usually pretty good. Um, but I want to bring up another game, and this again, I want to reference. Uh, he goes by Corpse Flood on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that beats tons. He beats tons of games. It's insane. He does. He said when he got to the very end of his campaign of beating all the Turtles games. He found another one. He had a bonus game. He found a fan-made game online called uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Rescue Palooza. He said it was the best one of all of them that he played. So this is coming from the guy that is legitimately qualified to say this. (laughs) He says it's the best uh, Ninja Turtles game, stem to stern, which is a term I like. Um, Of course. It has 60 playable characters. I couldn't name 60 characters in the Turtles universe, but I know there's a ton. I know the comic books have a ton of that stuff. Seven, 17 stages, four bonus stages, four-player local co-op, uh, graphics, voice clips from the TV show, writable vehicles, countless references to the original TMNT cartoon and toy line. It came out on Steam uh, in the middle of 2019. So I want to play that, too. <laughs> I don't blame you. That sounds fucking awesome. Um, yeah, let me shoot you the link real quick. You're probably over there looking for it. Let me, let me just... I'm I I am I'm looking at the site right now. It's like on a, some weird website. It looks Merso like it X out a or something. Years ago, yeah, Merso X. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that website. It it, it kind of gives me like weird uh, creepy vibes. Like it also <laughs> is funding a cult of some kind. <laughs> but but the game looks great. And if you click beyond that, it shows you more screenshots and stuff. And um, I think that's great. I think it's awesome. So this is another one that I want to I want to try in the turtle sphere. Well, it's got the. <laughs> I, I remember seeing a video of this, and I remember thinking, you know, this is me being pedantic, 16-bit nerd dork Classic, guy. classic Alex, yeah, of course. Yeah, classic Alex. And I'm like, those top, that top row is taking up too much screen real estate. Like, it's, there's too much stuff there. Like, if you, if you're only playing one player, like, get rid of the press start on the other stuff. Like, just. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Like, just leave the other things there. I, I don't know. That's just me. So so th- so it's a big no from you. Too much. No, it is not a big no from me. That's like my one big flaw that I, mean, I, I get annoyed with that kind of thing where it's 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 cluttering the screen where it's like, please wait, please press start. It's like, why do I have to stare at this the entire 90 minutes I'm playing this game it's just get out of the way like no, nobody I do else is that. gonna play I'm a loser I'm playing this by myself in my own house like get out of the way like I don't know no I get it I, I think that's actually a pretty valid <sighs> comment I but I, I think the excuse I'll give this one is that it was made by maybe a guy or two 
and I can appreciate that because I think it's it's got a lot going for oh, it. Oh yeah, it's made by I, true I, fans. I mean, which that's is what, what you want. Saying. Yeah, for sure. Like that's amazing work f- by the people that made this for yeah. sure. I want to try it out. It's gotten a good re- the, good review. And the uh, just from the screenshots, and um, it's it's cl- very clearly made by people that uh, really love Ninja Turtles. Like mm-hmm. they not only like the TV series, but like the NES games. Like they even incorporate like the stage settings of the yeah. NES games, like, like the snow levels, the sewers yeah. and stuff like that, Copper, and yeah. the uh, Turtles in Time settings. So it is Rescue Palooza. Yeah, it really looks fantastic, like, for what it's worth. Actually, I might I might try to play that pretty soon. Every time I s- click on this website, I get excited. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, good question, Rob. You you sent us down a rabbit hole. Great or question. A yeah. Turtle hole. <laughs> turtle hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we got Jeff here. He, Jeff says, hey, guys, long-time was, listener I was, here. I was, I was trying to do my butthead laugh there. Oh, was that and, your butthead? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You sound like Butthead's dad from the movie. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a great movie. I used to do a really good Beavis. Then puberty hit, and it just went away. Let, me, let me try it again right now. I'm right, going to try it. Okay? Let's hear that Beavis. <laughs> no, not quite the same. It's not like Beavis crossed with like a drunk joker. <laughs> or like a, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, yeah, it was weird. But it was close. Okay, we, got a, we got an email from Jeff. He says, hey, guys, I have a question for you guys. Growing up, I never owned a Super NES and missed a ton of classics. I did have access to one through friends, but typically only played casual games such as Contra 3, Mortal Kombat 2, or Turtles in Time. Games like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 2 and 3, and Link to the Past, I had never played. How do you think is the best way to experience and appreciate these games without having any nostalgic compassion and and that it is well past their time? Thank you guys so much and keep up the good work. P.S. I recently watched the Sega CD vid Alex posted and it answered a question I had been asking. I had been seeking, I'm sorry, since I was a child. I owned a EGM magazine <laughs> as a kid and was fascinated by the game Snatcher, but had forgotten the title. Upon watching the video, I jumped out of my seat with excitement, finally knowing the answer. Thank again. Thanks again for all that you do. Thanks, Jeff. That's really cool, Jeff. Um, th- thanks for the great email. That's one thing that I always wanted to do. Uh, the Sega CD video for me was uh, always something that I've been wanting to do since I was a kid, to be honest with you. I've always wanted to just do a big dive into all the stuff that Sega CD had to offer. And playing Snatcher was honestly like such a treat. And I was not expecting that game to be that good. I was like, whoa, this game is like head and shoulders above anything and everything above uh, uh, what I was expecting in uh, this catalog. It was so much fun to just dive into that world and just, I say it all the time in, in videos and stuff like that, And but it's, it's a world you just want to hang out in. You just want to hang out in the Snatcher world. It's so freaking cool. But as far as your question goes, like games like Chrono Trigger and the Final Fantasy games and Link to the Past and stuff you've never played... 
the best way to experience it is any way you can, any way, and anything you're comfortable with. Like if you want to sit in front of your computer and play it with an iBuffalo USB controller on SNES 9X, go ahead, do it that way. If you want to hack your uh, SNES Classic and play it on a uh, TV uh, in your living room, do it that way. If you want to use your original uh, Super Nintendo with a flash cartridge and uh, play it on your TV that way, do it that way. Like Just any way you can. That's that's the whole point of the saying. Just whatever works for you, man. Yeah, I obviously play it any way you can. I think it's also somewhat important to detach uh, your expectations from what uh, hype people put around these games, especially the ones you listed, like Chrono Trigger... Yeah, like that Snest Drunk guy is put put onto it. Yeah, well, I mean, just anyone, like A Link to the Past, stuff like that, because people talk those games up, and you would think, man, these things are probably perfect, and you might actually not like them. I mean, you probably will. You'll like, you'll like at least one of those games, but I would just go in there, try to have a clean slate, have some perspective that these games, no matter how good they are, they came out 30 years ago, they're not perfect, but you'll still probably have fun, so just, uh, yeah, try to detach yourself from the hype and just enjoy it. That's a really good point. All right. And thank you, Jeff. That was a great email. Let's move on to Jono here. It's been a while since we've heard from Jono. He says, hey there, drunk friends. This is going to be quick and simple. What are the seven deadly sins of video games? Examples, unskippable cutscenes, no checkpoints on multi-stage bosses, etc. Have a great day, John. I like how Jono just gives us homework and he's like, have a great day. Well, thanks, Jono, <laughs> for all the work. But no, that's, yeah, a, really. that's a fun, interesting email. I don't know if I could come up with seven. But, well, um, I, he named one right off the bat. It was just unskippable cutscenes. Yeah, get that out of here. Fuck that. Get yeah, that out of here. Out of, get, get, move it out of the, the earth. You um, know what really grinds my gears? When uh, <laughs> modern that? games make me use the R3 or L3 buttons for anything that's common. I hate those buttons. <laughs> Don't make me press in the stick. What, what modern game has done that? I can't think off the top of my head, but there have been some times where I'm like, I don't want to use this fucking button. <laughs> Because I'll end up yeah, pushing it think, when I don't like, mean what, to. What what would have used that? Um, I will only play super popular stuff that my girlfriend gets, so I, I don't. Like I'm not. I don't get a whole lot of exposure to, like you know, all that stuff. But that, I'm interested in knowing, like, what game would actually use those buttons for something that's like essential. It's that's crazy to me. But um, yeah, no checkpoints. Yeah, that's that's a deal breaker. Um, the one I hate is one I ran into lately. Oh, it was Mega Man and Base. You've got a a boss that is seven or seven that is four bosses deep. You got to beat the boss four times, basically. You you got to beat. One boss two times, and then you got to beat another boss another two times. And it's Ugh. absurd. And it's insanely hard every time. It's just, yeah. That's Screw the worst. Screw that. No. Mega Man games tend to lay on the difficulty really thickly, and it's just not worth it. It's Sometimes you're just like, you know, I could be out planting trees and planting mm-hmm. flowers and making the world a better place, but instead I'm... <laughs> <laughs> instead of playing Mega Man, like what am I doing? Yeah, but yeah, which you known to, you're known to do as an arborist. I see you out there all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm a big Arbor Day guy. Obviously, <laughs> I've, I've heard you talk about it. Uh, oh. I also I don't think that it's necessary to have a countdown timer 
on the continue screen for a game I own in my home. You don't have to boss <laughs> me around like that. Give me a minute to get a drink and go piss. Why do we got to count shit down? You know, I'm in my house. I'm the only one playing this. That's a great point. Um, that was a thing with Final Fight uh, for SNES, and they, it feels like they just like slapped that on there and just left it there. They were just like, all right, well, this is from the arcade. This is... Yeah. You know, give you that real keep... arcade under duress feeling that you need to find more quarters. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's totally, that's a good point. Totally yeah. pointless. Yeah, I was just playing Golden Axe uh, last night on the Genesis. I actually made it, I finally beat that game, first time in my life. Um, but there's always that countdown timer when you're, when you want to use a continue. And it's like, yeah, first of all, yes, I want to use a continue. Why, why are you here? Yeah. Who said, <laughs> nah, nah, I'll just. I'm not feeling uh, it. Screw, yeah, I want to start over from the beginning. Let's, but it, let's it, do that instead. It has a Good. yes and a no. It doesn't need the timer. If I don't, if if the if the logic is okay, uh, we'll count it down. If you don't say yes after nine seconds, we'll just take you back to the menu screen. Maybe you could do something else. But it's like if there's a no option, you don't have to give me a timer. I get to choose. If I want to keep going or not, I'm still upset about it. I'm sorry, I keep going. I'm talking in circles. This, no, 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 no. This is this has got to be. We need to have a guest on that had a say in these games. That, <laughs> that what were you thinking? The, make these decisions and do this kind of crap and be like, what the hell were you thinking? We can do. Why? Yeah, were we can, you doing this? We can finally do what we James need Rolf answers. Yeah, James Rolf has been asking, what were you thinking? for 12 years <laughs> and it would be great maybe if we start answering oh, those he's questions been asking that for 15 years at this point Gosh, is it 15 for yeah. 15 years we're old if we can start answering some of his age-old questions maybe we could get him on the show he we'd be like listen james we got some answers to some of your questions maybe we get him on here maybe probably not i mean it's worth a shot it's better than going to him now and being like we have nothing to offer would you like to be on the show we could say hey <laughs> We found out a few of what you know. We got we got some things that they were thinking. What? That's that's the carrot you're gonna dangle in front of us. Is like, oh, we found out some answers. Of we got some, some yeah. stuff that you. We have some information we could distill into a tweet, but we want you on our show <laughs> to tell you about it to your face, please. I would say to your please face via podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I can't think of any more though. I not. I mean, other than something like. I don't like when uh, a game forces me. I think we talked about this last time. Last time we talked, I don't like when a game forces me to go into a menu to do something that a that a button mm. could toggle. Like if it's switching weapons or something. Yeah. Don't like that. I don't want the I don't mm. want the action to stop. I just want to be able to put my sword away and pull up my slingshot or whatever. <laughs> put my sword away. Pull out my slingshot. All you right, never know. Yeah. Because well, you, I, I, you know what? I think in this case I do know because I, I think I would want a sword a hundred percent of the time ahead of a slingshot. Oh, how are you gonna, how are you gonna hit that guy out of the tree with your sword? I throwed my sword. At him. I throwed, I throw my sword at him. Now you got your That's sword stuck in a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A slingshot has infinite so, ammo. I'd go and get it. What am I lazy? Now you have if to I use your slingshot like... to get your sword out of the tree, you idiot. <laughs> So what? So I'm a big buff guy, like in the Golden Axe. I could go get my sword. Yeah, it's not going to make for a very good video game, but it's going to make for a realistic experience that is immersive to the player. We should make a game where you just get stuff unstuck from trees. 
I mean, a lot of my childhood was just trying to get things down from places I couldn't reach. I think it's kind <laughs> of, there's a game there. You there, know how many times you get the basketball there, stuck between the rim there? and the backboard and you had to like, first you would always jump, even though you know you couldn't touch it. It's like, <laughs> it's 10 feet up there. You're like two feet from it. The wind off your hand didn't even touch it. No, that's why you always need to own drumsticks because- Yeah, uh, or two basketballs. Even, yeah, if you if you're a musician, if you if you play guitar, you when you go to the guitar store, you always buy drumsticks because drumsticks are so useful. And uh, you go and poke the basketball with the drumstick when it gets stuck between the rim, and it's it's it works every time. That's that's a man with a lot of experience talking. I admire. No, it. that's that's just a, a musician talking right there. <laughs> that's all it is. Um, I just had two basketballs. I had my my shooting basketball and my getting the other basketball unstuck basketball. <laughs> Took them everywhere I went. That's great. Um, but yeah, all right, that does it for emails. We got a we got a big old long interview coming up with a guy that I'll guarantee none of you have heard of, except maybe one or two that I've told about already, but. You're going to be real excited to hear this guy because he's kind of a fun discovery for us. And I think his channel is going to be a huge delight to you if you go and check it out. We're talking to a guy goes by Very Cool Guy Mike. And uh, I think my verdict at the end of this, he's a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty cool guy. It's all right. All right? No, he's a very cool guy. All right, I Guy Mike. All right. I, I Guy Mike. Good evening, very cool guy, Mike. And for listeners, we will be trying tonight to determine just how cool Mike is. But Mike, thank you for coming on our show tonight. How have you been? And have you been on a podcast before? I I have never been on a podcast. I'm going to reverse the order of answering that. I've never been on a podcast <laughs> and I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Just all right. I, so I never, this is your, po- your podcast cherry is being popped right now? Wow. I, yep. Just, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 popped. So this is, this is great. This is great. Well, wow. this is very exciting for me. I will <laughs> say it's exciting for us too. <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. Uh, I want to tell ha- tell everyone how I found you because you're you're interesting in that you have a you have a smaller YouTube channel. It's very new. It just kicked off. Uh, it's it's still growing immediately. But you followed me on Twitter, and I don't always click on who's following that's the thing i don't think a lot of us do i don't you know i don't go down the rabbit hole right. and, and and stalk everyone on facebook i don't even have facebook but i you know i don't stalk everyone that follows me but you popped up and i was like very cool guy mike how cool is this guy i gotta find out so i click and you got some things listed there like musician gamer you've got like everything listed there that every other guy has listed there and i was yeah. like doesn't really seem that cool to me but then yeah. i see down there it says follow me for stuff. I was like, I like stuff. Let me check this shit out. So I click on this YouTube link. <laughs> the first video I see, and we're going to get to it later, I'm laughing my ass off. I immediately tell yeah. I'm like, Alex, look, you got to see this shit. I just found a 30 yeah. second video that made me laugh super hard. <laughs> you have to see it. So I think it was the the link video yeah, uh, that we'll was. get to later, the Ocarina Time one. Yeah, and I degrees. also <laughs> laughed my laughed my ass off. And I went uh, and I was like, oh my God, this guy is doing Shin Megami Tensei memes <laughs> in twenty twenty one. 
I need some more of this. <laughs> sure yeah. enough, some of your stuff had me cra- not only had me cracking up, but had me like going back to watch like for days afterward because you're you're the little songs you make. They're like commercial jingles. Yeah, it's just like they're they're like uh you know yeah they're they're almost like commercials for the game because they're like thirty seconds, thirty you know forty seconds, and they get stuck in your head. And I and th- so for like. You know, like three days, I'm walking around going, "Yeah, I'm a cop, yeah." So uh, kudos to you for that. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm very surprised with how many people like were hearing these songs because to me, it's like you know, I, I, I love doing like these short form songs, and uh, I, I, I also think that short memes is what like can really like grow a fan base not for me for a game you know because people didn't people weren't like making Shin Megami Tensei like memes or songs or anything people weren't really appreciating the silly parts of it so you know it's fun it was fun for me a good opportunity that's a that's a great point um it makes me think like now okay now what other games because now that you mention it like earthbound is has memes coming out its ears basically like earthbound is a meme game like if i were to describe earthbound to somebody i would call it a brown game which is a ween reference but it's how what other games do you think are meme worthy uh of that era or of any era what what games need more memes honestly it's rpgs like i'm currently playing grandia and like man the Hmm. the npcs the npcs of those games like really they really make it you know Uh, i i love super nintendo games because they had to try to they, they had to try to like make the world feel alive by putting in as many different people saying as many different things some games it falls flat some games it didn't but i feel like that kind of like really like those rpgs from that era you know it had to they had to like you know start the start the path so any of those like uh non mario rpgs yeah. onwards cuz then like playstation 1 all of those rpgs are like so they i don't know there's just like so many just i i don't want to call them dumb but they're dumb they're just dumb npcs <laughs> just saying stupid <laughs> stuff in grandia there's a dude named awol joe and his whole shtick the whole he's only in one part he's only in one part of the game and like his whole thing is bragging about how little work he does for the army that like <laughs> he he just he they find it like they give him work and then they can never find him again and it's like how are you still employed you know this is stuff that's like so funny like you could show these people off and it's like these are like you know the diamonds in the rough for these games so that's my sounds, personal take on it sounds like a king of the hill character or yeah something. That's a, <laughs> yeah or Polly shore from in the army now Jeez. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's that's cool so yeah you're i came across you in a very unique way i just happened to come across and was like wow this guy needs more viewers he needs more attention and then i also you were speaking about those rpgs just now I can't help but think when I see a funny interaction with an NPC, I got to send it to very cool guy, Mike. And I did that the other day. I was playing through Breath of Fire and uh, one of the NPCs says, I have a craving for nuts, but they don't grow on palm trees. <laughs> That's a pretty benign statement. But I was like, man, yeah. very cool guy, Mike, could get a hold of that. It'd be pretty funny. So I had to send you the screenshot. So that's you're now just a meme dumpster for me and I'm sorry. No, no, that's great because actually I 
like okay so i love i love watching travis's videos because so many nes games had to like i'm just gonna say like uh what is it home alone 2 i know you didn't enjoy home alone 2 but as i watch it i'm like everything about this has so much potential to just like it just like gets my my creative juices flowing i'm like okay <laughs> he's he's samus jumping onto like this is macaulay culkin <laughs> samus jumping onto like these like tiny little when is he going to be doing that there's like i guess burglars or homeless men or somebody just hiding in bushes trying to smack <laughs> children like this is it's it's so fun it was so funny and i'm just watching it and it's like you're not having a good time travis but i I can't help but think that like those are what make it funny in retrospect. Sure. I'm sorry. I was going to say the direction I was going to go was not Home Alone 2. That's for damn sure. Home, <laughs> yeah, home it's Alone funny that you, That's the first uh, place your mind went to is freaking Home Alone 2. Like oh, what? What? Yeah, yeah, for sure. A Twin Eagle 2. I was like, oh, wait, I got to find that abortion line. I got to find. <laughs> I got to I got to get it. I got to get all this. That's right. Wow. That's a throwback. The Big abortion throwback. line that you're going back to like last summer. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's one line in Gold City in Secret of Mana where I, most um, RPGs always have like a jerk yeah. character where they, they're like upset that you're in their town. But there's one that's like really upfront about it in Gold City and Secret of Mana. I can't remember what they say like off the top of my head, but it's something like, hello, welcome to Gold City. Wait a minute. Why am I talking to you? Go away. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> it's just that makes me laugh like every time I hear it, because I imagine that conversation happening to me like in real life when I walk into like a coffee shop or something <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Get out. Like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I, Secret of Man is another one that's on my list, especially yeah. uh, when you fall down the hole the first time and there's just that just that one <laughs> kid just shaking his ass in the corner. Just, I'm scared. It's like, all right, I got to... <laughs> I try not to be too... You know, too similar oh, with all yeah. my. Videos, you you, you got to throw some. You got to throw some beats behind that. For oh sure. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone on a bit. I don't know that we've actually described your YouTube channel to to the folks yet, but <laughs> we might want to do that. I yeah, what, what you have here? If you go, if you if you go check out very cool guy Mike's uh, YouTube channel there, which I don't think you have uh, a custom URL to just yet, but I, I do uh, now. I do. Oh, you do. Is it just is it excellent? YouTube.com forward slash whatever very cool guy Mike. Yep, very cool guy, Mike. Finally got Very it. cool. Well, if you go there, you're going to see a litany of videos, just a whole big bunch of videos. They're all pretty short, most of them pretty short. And I would just call these video memes. They're just sections of the game that you probably didn't think about or maybe you chuckled at if you played these games. Maybe you didn't even play the games. You can still enjoy it. And then there's something about it that stuck with Mike. And he made it funny as hell. He added some music to it, some effects, really highlighted the silly moment in the game. And then it gets into your brain and it doesn't leave for weeks. And all you can think about is Very Cool Guy Mike videos. Is that how you would describe it, Very Cool Guy Mike? Uh, Yeah, actually, I would. I would be like, hmm, somebody who is better with words can describe this. And whatever, whatever they say, that is what I'm going to think of my channel. Exactly. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes. Very cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, checks in the mail. <laughs> checks in the mail. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I was going to add to that and say that, uh, and I brought it up a little bit earlier, but it is a bit unusual that we bring someone on who doesn't really have an established channel uh, in terms of been around a while and, and a lot of people know or whatever. So, I mean, this is unique in that we feel like we've discovered 
something that's going to be big, which I think is very <laughs> exciting. And so with that, I got to ask, what motivated you to even start going down the YouTube path? I was streaming in 2015, didn't really like it because I was a music streamer who improvised music every, every, you know, day. And it was very rough. Like it would just be like somebody's name. You know, I, I would make a song about somebody's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it. I was thinking like, uh, Ness friends, Ness friends, but not Nintendo Ness. Ness is the nickname of the Loch Ness monster. Travis is a cryptid hunter. Bam! Just sing a song about that. Now you're <laughs> now you hunt. I would just try to like. I would try to find like like an angle and just sing, but it was exhausting, and I didn't really like it. And the people that it's improv though. In, that's it's a that's a big big that's deal. Hard to do. That's yeah. a steep difficulty curve. Yeah, and that's all I do. Like I don't write. Wow. I don't really write. I, it's the song has to come to me and. uh yeah, so I, the the viewers that were coming in, they were nice, but they, you know, if I would sing something serious or like try to do something different, oh my god, it was like, oh, Mike, this is horrible. What's wrong with you? I was like, all right, fine, screw you guys. I'm gonna go do game yeah. development. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's awful. So you're gonna go do something harder now, is what you just said. Yeah, game, I, w- I went towards game development because I I like to. I don't know. I I have like other fun game ideas and I, I just like making things so spent five years of that absolutely failing because i didn't want to just use rpg maker but unfortunately i just don't i don't like learning programming i'm just not, i tried for so long for all those years and the best the best thing i made was a 30 second long fmv game that that was the only thing i finished and i was like burnt 30 out seconds. Was, yeah it was 30 seconds long that's a quick beat i was burnt out because I, I was like, oh, I'm tired. The pandemic came. I was thinking, do I even really want to make games? I'm spending all this time learning or teaching myself how to draw. I'm barely playing music anymore. And uh, then I see on sale, because I had some money, I see on sale a synthesizer called the Jupiter XM. It's a Roland, it's, you know, it's a really awesome mm. synthesizer. It's one of the, one of the few that I have. But the thing with this one is that it has a built-in speaker. So all of a sudden, I was just playing all the time. I was just playing. I was just making up stupid songs about everything. You know, I yeah, I'm not going to go into that either. But uh, but but like the kind of stuff that you would do around the house, like if you're bored and you're just in a singy mood and just anything you see is in a song suddenly, right? For, stuff like that. The first the first thing, yeah, the the absolute one of the songs I wrote was about um, the old man in the sea and how I got revenge for him against the sharks that <laughs> ate his fish. Like, you know, I love just, it. yeah, you know, like that one's on my SoundCloud. I don't think people should listen to that one, if I'm being honest, but it was fun. And uh, I was watching, uh, I was watching a streamer and he was playing Silent Hill. He is not good at it, but you know, I, I like, I, I liked watching. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record the footage because there is a weird part in Silent Hill where if you use an item, if you use an item on a, uh, on an enemy that you can't hit, it will corrupt the scene. It will skip the whole part, corrupt the scene, and you don't need a cheat code for it or anything. It's like a speedrunning tactic. And then as I was playing through it, I just see Konami Burger. And I'm like, huh, Konami. Meet me down to Konami <laughs> Burger. That. 
and and I posted. I was like, man, yeah, that was fun. I posted it, and I and then I was like, all right, let me go to the Silent Hill subreddit, see what they think about it, and then three hundred views. I was like, oh, three hundred. <laughs> 300 people they watched my video. I was like having I was like man 5 years nobody nobody knew anything I was doing and I post something in 300 people that's oh. a big deal dude yeah, yeah like, you get that motivation I, I know you're right joking but like that's like to get like that's a lot of people like think how many think how many people 300 people is yeah. like that's like how many like that will fill the street that I'm looking out at <laughs> out my window right now yeah. like, that's that's an insane amount of people but I wanted to ask you, though, like, one thing I love about, you know, I, I keep referencing the I'm a cop song because <laughs> it gets stuck in my head. That's my favorite one. And the, one of the reasons is because uh, it it sounds like some sort of, like, post-punk dark wave kind of a thing, like Susie and the Banshees, like, early 80s kind of a thing with, like, this sweet bass line, and it's yeah. got this, like, creepy <laughs> synth around it. Oh, and. Oh. Like so, I wanted to ask, like, what your musical influences were. Like, what what kind of stuff do you listen to for fun? Uh, for fun, I actually, I don't really listen to music like Future Police, which is what I named the song. I guess it's, I guess it just has the name of the uh, video. <clears throat> um, I I listen to a lot of experimental music, uh, and then music that at the time would have been considered more experimental. So like. Uh, I'm not like a fan of artists. I'm a fan of albums. So like the moon in Antarctica by modest mouse, uh, we have the facts and we're voting yes by death cab for cutie. This is all like, these were all okay. like, um, yeah, like minus the bear, uh, for, for that particular song though, I think like one of my biggest influences was probably cursives album, the ugly organ. Uh, I, I love that album. And as I'm, as I'm like just thinking to myself, like, man, this is like something about this is just getting me, just getting me like going on like a, like a screaming rant. If you guys haven't heard it, like that album is very good. And it's a, it's a concept album about an artist who's just a, essentially just a big piece of shit, but it's very experimental <laughs> in the, like the way that they put it together and in like the instruments and like the, the tones and whatnot. So it, it really is. <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, it comes from just like a place of exp oh, sorry. It comes from a place of experimentation. Uh, that's that's where like my influences come from. So it's like, oh, you know, this would be cool if I was like suddenly aggressive, and I instead of being like you know singing kind of like smooth, I'm just like, yeah, I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's you're, you're reflecting the cops' energy though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Is that when, when that's what I like about it is that uh, you're giving life to these these enemies and these NPCs and Shin Megami Tensei is perfect for that. Absolutely. Because these guys, <laughs> it's so expressive. It's such an expressive game and I can't wait. If, if you plan on like playing the sequel, yeah. it's got even more of that, which is even funnier. I didn't finish that game, but um, I finished the first one. By the way, I want to just as an aside, your stats are maxed to hell uh, on the first <laughs> game. <laughs> How many hours did you put into that game? I put approximately 14 hours into the game playing it fairly. And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> I am sick. I cannot. Do I my 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 turning point. Okay, I 
I was in a dungeon. Uh, I was exploring, and there's a lot of dead ends for no reason, just because. Yeah, no, it, there's empty rooms. There's just, it, you know how, it, yeah, for the listeners out there, you know when you like play like Breath of Fire, like Travis mm. oh mentioned God. earlier, like you just go into a house and there's just nobody there. I hate that shit. Like, Why? I, like right, like imagine like that with uh with uh Shin with with a first person perspective, uh where you still run into run random battles and you just like go into a room, and there's just nothing there, and then you get turned around, and then you you, you get disoriented and you don't know where you are and like what direction am I facing? Where am I? It's it's so annoying. It, it is one of the most annoying absolutely. games I've ever played. Absolutely, yeah. I I was uh, my my. Uh, what is it? The the straw that broke my back, not the camel's back. My back was I. I <laughs> yeah. turned. I found one of those dead ends. I turned around. Random battle. Okay, not a big deal. Take one step forward into the next room. Three random battles in a row. I. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay. Jeez. It's just three. It's just three. Whatever. I take one more step. Another three. Okay. Mm. Fine. I can't be this unlucky. One more step, and that was it. I was like, okay, no more. I can't keep doing these. I am, I am turning the random battles off, and I'm maxing my stats. And how long does it take in real time to get through those? Like, that's like a total of like thirty minutes, right there. It, like all those, it's, all those it's, battles. People, people will say like, "Oh, there's a stoma, which is a, a you know a." Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's a stoma, and there's um, what is the other uh, auto battle. But it's like, I, I still have to sit here and fight the you same... You still sit there and do nothing. I, it, Breath of Fire has the same thing. It has an auto battle function. Yeah. And it's like, so what? I still have to sit here and stare at the screen until it's over. For the first so, yeah. for the first few Shin Megami Tensei games, and I know I, I get flack for it on like forums, on like Reddit, if I'll be like, yeah, you know what? The story's really good, but the combat's kind of annoying. So... Even with max stats, I can't win a battle in one shot. It doesn't work that way. It's all, like, equipment-based. So I was like, I I just told myself, all right, you know what? I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm not playing through this game fairly anymore. I can't do it. I I don't want to do it. I just want to play the story so I can get to the future, uh, you know, playthroughs, like the future games, which I do intend on playing. Because I love the series, but I just never played through the earlier ones. Right on. So, what did you end up doing? Did you do like a some sort of patch or something like that? That Game Shark, Game Shark. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm a big fan, big big fan of Game Shark. Hey, if you know what, I can't be the first person to think. Hey, I don't want to play any. I don't want to do any of the random battles because there's like thirty thousand like no <laughs> random battles max level codes. All right, so yeah. I'm going to be honest with yeah. it. I'm not ashamed, all right? I just care about the story. I don't want a random battle anymore. I just wish I could retroactively apply, like, some sort of, like, you know, improvement patch to all RPGs that has like, Earthbound's function of, oh yes. like, oh, you're already powerful enough to beat this enemy. Let's oh. skip this battle and keep going. That's amazing. It's like, every game needs oh. that. Every game needs yes, that. Yes, every RPG needs Yeah, every game needs a Contra needs yeah, that. Contra <laughs> I'm not good enough to play Contra, but, but so yeah, I, I need that. There you go. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you're just out here trying to make memes. You don't need to be playing these games for hours and hours. We need more memes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I wanted to. You you mentioned in our our warm up part of the show where we we were bullshitting that you're an audio guy. 
I don't really know what that means. What's your history with audio? You got a lot of fancy equipment. You had you evidently you like making music. You did some stuff on Twitch. Like where does uh, what does audio guy do? What where does that come from? Well, I uh, so I went to college for like television and radio, and I just I don't know. I I like working in studios and I like working on like I I guess I would say film student films is the most that I I got very annoyed with working with auteurs, you know? So I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of stopped working with them like very early on, but I always like being able to, you know, make my short videos, make my short sketches. I still end up like collecting a lot of stuff. And even though over the years I wasn't really playing games or making a, as much music, I definitely still was making things, you know, with, you know, with all this like tech that I have. And uh, I like synthesizers, you know. I'm more of a guitar guy personally, but I love synthesizers. And uh, I have a lot of them because they work in tandem. So, uh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I consider an audio guy for me. It's like just, I, I like working around sound, you know. I like doing things. Is that for, translated anyway. into uh, your career? Do you do that as for a living? <laughs> no, no, and I don't know if I want to anymore. After, uh-huh. after, after thinking, <clears throat> after really like reevaluating my life, look, I, I have not many good things to say about COVID, but the one thing I will say is that it gave me a mental reset and made me think like, why am I doing this? Why am I working with and for ungrateful people? Um, if you know who I am, please don't tell my job. <laughs> please don't tell my job. <laughs> I, I'm saying this or tell them whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, that's, that's essentially like what. I, uh, that, that's what I see like with it. I'm kind of a, a hobbyist, but I had a, uh, not an elitist. What's the opposite of a hobbyist? I don't know. I had a desire. I, I, I had a drive. I wanted to be, I wanted to be working in a studio. I wanted to be working on like film sets or TV sets doing audio. I wanted to do all that stuff. I wanted to make the scores for films. Now, not, not so much. Now I just like making things for, you know, me and people that, ask for it that aren't obnoxious right on yeah so you get to flex your own creative energies and you don't have to you know take what everyone else is telling you to do and do that instead huh yeah or buttheads is what i would think just be stubborn and be like fine fine i'll do it i'll do it whatever sure but i'm gonna be (laughs) passive aggressive about it yeah so that's the sound of me making music so Um, speaking of that, you making me laugh as you've been doing, uh, your style of humor is certainly up my alley. It's pretty silly. It's kind of that, you know, especially when we're dealing with these video games, it's observational stuff. It's pretty funny. It's simple in a lot of ways, but also I would consider it pretty clever. Do you have any inspirations when it comes to humor or even just the style of video that you're making? I can't even think of like YouTubers that like influence me. It's a lot of sketch comedy. I like the whitest kid, you know, um, yeah, ah, there we go. Yeah, whitest kids you know for sure. Like, I, I like, I, I like stuff that is kind of, uh, you know, maybe obvious, but also, but also obnoxious, but you know, funny and it's like in like clever way. Because you wouldn't think of making a mundane thing funny by just taking one piece and making it not even absurd, but just violent, just like so ridiculously. Vi- I still think of. The whitest kid you know sketch where, where uh, I think it's Sam 
yeah, Sam is like the boss to Darren and he's making Darren draw what he did on the weekend. Like, and it's just like so aggressive. It's not even like as absurd as it is just like angry. And that I think is like very, that's very influential to me. And then there's like a lot of, I guess, web comics. Web comics are also very influential to me. So I think that interesting shorter stuff that is like, you know, you envision it and then you just kind of put it together. Uh, that's, that's, I don't know. I draw, I draw a lot of, uh, the frames in my mind and then on my drawing tablet first, that's, I don't want to sit here and be like, Oh yeah, everything I do is totally unique and not influenced by anything. But it's more so that like, I just can't really think what has directly influenced me over the years uh, I think that makes sense. I think for a lot of us, it's just a combination of things. And when it's a combination of things, it's really hard to label it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. You're making me feel really old, though, by the way. Uh, you know, earlier I mentioned Susie and the Banshees, and that goes back to the early 80s. And here I am, here it's like, oh, sketch comedy. Oh, you mean like the state and exit 57 and the vacant lot and... You know, all that stuff from Comedy Central in, like, the early 90s. And it's like, no, you mean, like, the stuff that's, like, recent. Well, you're old, Alex. You're old. You <laughs> shouldn't be surprised. I, I am old. I am old. I, uh, it's, it, I didn't really, I didn't really like, watch a lot of TV <laughs> growing up. Uh, that's it's his excuse. He's not. You're not old, Alex. He just didn't have a TV. It's okay. No, we, I, I, I didn't have any choice to watch TV because <laughs> freaking there's no freaking internet. There's nothing to do. Yeah, I, I was. What just, else am I gonna do? I was just playing video football? games. Yeah, I see. Yeah, if, if you, because when I when I was like around the time when I was watching TV, it was like college, and it's because I was in I was doing TV radio stuff. So it's like, oh man, I got to see what all the newest shows are doing and all this stuff and blah blah blah, and. uh yeah, I don't know. That's a lie. Wait a minute. No, I was. I always watched anime. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I don't watch TV. I didn't watch TV because I was a weeb. I was just watching. <laughs> I was just watching too much anime, and uh, <clears throat> I guess <laughs> like DVDs or what? Whatever was on co- Cartoon Network. Like you know, maybe some less than less than legal methods. Let's just say that you know, if this was the okay. 1700s, <laughs> I might have He's a bandana a and live on a boat. You know, I'm, I might have been. <laughs> give me your anime, or <laughs> you'll walk the plank. So what? 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 I'm curious now. Like what? Like fully coolie? Yeah, like what? Well, where are we going here? Like like where? Where are we going? Like, like what? What? I there's a lot of different kinds of anime. I uh, I liked fully coolie. Yeah, fully coolie was good. I I liked One Piece. I've watched a lot of One Piece. Uh, mm, what else is there, man? Because even that, that was another thing that I cut out of my life <laughs> when I started game development. Game development ruins me! It ruins me! <laughs> oh, man. It's a sad story. <laughs> Ruined your animu. Yeah, because I, I, now um... I can't even really remember. Oh, wait a minute. What, the greatest the greatest influence, the greatest comedy influence to me is my favorite show of all. I can't believe I forgot it. SpongeBob. SpongeBob is... <laughs> I love SpongeBob. Great anime. So much. It's yeah. the greatest anime great ever. Anime. Greatest the anime greatest ever. anime. SpongeBob and King of the Hill. We. I'm glad we were able to reference Hill. the two greatest animes of all time. Hey, you know, to, to people overseas, 
it is absolutely anime, you know? It should be. Hank Hill has, um, he has like a, he responds like how Astro, no, like a Speed Racer does. You know, he's just always, <laughs> it's a very Speed Racer thing to do, you know? That's great. <laughs> Let's get into those videos then. You, you have, you have these queued up? Do we... Did we, we got to borrow Joe, Joe Rogan's Jamie for the Jamie. Do you have those lined up for us? Jamie, pull that shit up. Pull that Jamie. shit up. All right, uh, let me pull that shit up right now. Uh, I'm gonna pull my uh, Jamie together here. Jamie, come on. All right, on. which one are we going with? Which one? Oh, let's do the top one first. Let's do the top one, Jamie. Sorry, I forgot to yell at you. <laughs> Wait a second, top one. Oh, what, are you not looking at the one? sheet? I got links and all kinds of shit there, man. Oh, you got links. I oh got links shit. Okay. Oh no. Okay, I didn't even see you had. <laughs> I am. just added this like two seconds ago. <laughs> no, I, this has been there for hours. I'm a consummate. What co-host. are you talking about, <laughs> dude? I'm talking to Jerry Seinfeld voice. What are you doing, <laughs> Jamie? What the hell? Okay, so let's do this. You need all more right, DMT, I'm gonna share friend. this right now. All right, let's go. Okay, so I don't see it. <clears throat> you will. Oh, you will. <laughs> there it is. Thanks. Thanks, Jamie. Okay, so here we have one of my favorite. Don't play it yet, Jamie. Push pause. Jesus Christ! Um, one of my favorite videos of yours is the one that makes fun of Ocarina of Time with the funny animation of Link picking up a rock. Wait a second. Wait a second. Ocarina. Ocarina. Ocarina of Time. Come on. Let me. Well, I, I I've never heard it pronounced that way. I don't. I honest to God don't know why I said it that way. After I said it, I was like, that was wrong. But let's. Yeah, you're let's being, just you're plow being creative. It. No, you're being creative. That's what. That's what I consider that. You know. It's so, like the I was hell? like, I'm just gonna plow through this, and then hopefully Mike and uh, Alex won't notice I I said a very important piece of pop culture history incorrectly, and hey, man. Uh, we'll get no emails about it. But no, you stopped me. And actually, you know, I thank you for that. So. You make fun of Ocarina of Time here with funny animation. Link's picking up a rock. He's spanking a bush. And I love how everything involves going inside the Deco tree's mouth. Real Beavis and Butthead stuff that I know Alex loves, I love. And let's play that here real quick for the audience. Let's let them hear Fifty Shades of Green. Oh, spank that bush. Fuck that rock. And get in his mouth. Young adventurer, if you wanna do right by everybody, then you gotta do right by the tree and get in his mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. So I love that too. Um, like. First of all, like, if uh, how do you come up with the line if you want to get right with everybody? <laughs> you need to get, like, what is the logic in your brain that goes from like, oh, you'd if you want to like get right with everybody, like, I, I mean, like the, the Deku tree is sitting there and he's well, he's he's treeing there and he's like, hey, you know, you, before you can do anything else and save the world, get in here, and it's like, ah. Oh, uh, all right, I guess. I guess this is the start of this journey. I'm going in. <laughs> so that that's where that came from because it's just an absurd it's oh such God. an absurd that's... thing to ask somebody. Get in my mouth and clean out my I mean, insides. That, uh, okay. That's what we want. We kind of want that play by play of the process. So yeah, talk us through that one all the way through. You're playing Ocarina of Ocarina of Time. One day, That's right. and, and suddenly you say, "My goodness, this has a lot of innuendo. I need to get it off my chest." Was it like that at all? Yeah, uh, it's actually like as I'm playing, I'm just like, Ugh, 
yeah, get in his mouth. Uh, he wants me to get in his mouth. Oh, and and then it just like slowly. I was like, no, no, sensual, sensual sounds better, you know. Uh, yeah. A lot of the times, yeah, that sounded angry at first. So you, you at first you started angry, then you went, no, let's go sensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. A draft is a draft, you know. Sure. Uh, you can always you can always just kind of feel it out. That's with improv. I, I think improv is just a good like you know way to set it down. And so for that one, it was definitely more. Uh, it was a bit more like club bouncy. I remember having like a four like a four by four bass drum just yeah just get in his mouth. Initially, initially the idea was as soon as you're inside, it's just like there's just strobe lights, strobe lights. Oh, that would strobe lights everywhere. Yeah, I can't edit that though. I'm not that good of an editor. Sure, sure. No, I like I like the I like what came out though. Uh it's more Barry White, uh more Al Green, you know, that 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 sort of also, vibe. It also fit a bit more because everybody always talks about like the kid who's fucking the rock or humping the rock. But then <laughs> but then as I'm looking at the freaking kid that's just like spanking the bush, I'm like what what's he doing? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, I'm trying to cut this bush. No, you're not. You are not trying to cut that bush. That is not how you would even do it. First of all, you're using your hands like open palm like that doesn't look like you're trying to do anything, you liar. You're into it. All right, screw you. It's- He's using his ham hock hands yeah. to just like flatten these freaking branches, and it's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Need to use this. Like, do you, are you not familiar with physics and si- you know, like how this? Yeah, you, know, you live in yeah, a forest. Know. Don't you know any basic landscaping? I know how to use a lawnmower. You guys have swords and st- whatever. I'm I'm just being petty at that point. So like, it was just really good, a really good opportunity. And then of course, Saria. So it's like implied whether or not she has like feelings for link I, I don't know she's a like a child thing like whatever so she was another well, she's, Link's a child thing too so i guess it works on like a you know one of those like fern gully level mm, fern gully know, I, I don't know like one of those yeah. like weird like child movie kind of thing yeah so. I mean, it, it makes sense that's fine whatever if you want to go that way that's <laughs> what okay fine get, then, then just get out of my way and let me go on my adventure yeah exactly right yeah so that that those three were just perfect for it so and then and I can't I can't even overstate like we're clowning around a bit but that does get stuck in my fucking head for days <laughs> my days I'm not I'm not just we had to have you on the show just so like you know you ever had something stuck in your head you're like maybe if I just listen to the song for a couple weeks straight it'll kill whatever earworm I have in my head we brought you on here today the whole maybe just talking to you will be able to just alleviate us from the curse of these fucking earworms that you've created you thought wrong I, uh, I, 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 we did think wrong because this is going to make it worse. All Jeez. I have in my head right now is goodness, man. So, <laughs> well, that's yours, and then mine is the future police one. It's, uh, it's the policeman who's wearing purple pants and a purple hat stylish. and sunglasses, like uh, like he's the freaking Terminator, and then he's got like a it looks like a band uniform like high school band <laughs> uniform jacket yeah that's true or like a, some sort of dress shirt very I fancy guess. very very fancy yeah really fancy cop and he's got a baton he's got a white baton yeah like not a black he baton. looked like yeah, a dancer white. the first time i saw him i was like that's not yeah. that's not a cop what <laughs> it's like he's backing up michael jackson right like yeah like a yeah. backup yeah. dancer Absol- or absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> That gives me an idea. Somebody see in the background of like a Justin Timberlake concert. Okay, so let's uh, J- share Jamie. this. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, pull this shit up. We're gonna we're gonna pull up Future Police. 
my wife's gonna be like why who is jamie why are you screaming at him so much i, I love this music yeah i'm a cop yeah i'll rest <laughs> So good. What absolutely it's, absurd characters. <laughs> absolutely absurd face. characters. It's it's the it's it's the it's the last line that, that kills me. It's the people that try to escape, I kill them, yeah. People people were like really like, is that a real line? Is that a real line in the game? Yes, it's a real it line is. in the game. Yeah. Like it's that is a real line in the game, yes. So <laughs> it's great. Um and but I, I need to know, like, why did you go a full Hetfield with that? Like, is, is that how you just interpreted the yeah? It does that feel one, very Metallica. Yeah. That one is my very... That one was one of the first ones. Uh, that's my very favorite video that I've made because, I don't know, the music resonates with me. But uh, the <laughs> that was one of the only videos that I made where, like, the draft was immediately like, oh... I this is this is how I have to make it because I'm I'm playing it I yeah. see it I take I, I see this guy I take out Snapchat and I'm just like hmm yeah I'm a cop yeah <laughs> that that line yeah I'm a cop yeah I skipped over the middle one people that try to escape I wasn't trying to imitate Metallica uh, but. <laughs> That's but just it, what he sounds like. He, well, I mean, if a cop was going to say, yeah, he would probably end up sounding like James Hetfield anyway. So, Well, th- those cops just love killing, I guess. that's So they're like, <laughs> yeah. They don't even say yeah with like an E. It's all yeah. 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 <laughs> but you can't. You can't say yeah. Yeah, it, that doesn't work. Doesn't go doesn't, well. You with gotta it. go yeah. <laughs> it's definitely fits better. <laughs> definitely fits better. That one was really fun for me to make, and a little. Uh, that's my favorite one. Um, I, I, and that's my favorite one musically because it's got that weird like early '80s like dark wave like. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's that bass line, I think it is. Are you actually playing bass? I was going to ask. That bass line kicks. What's what's up with that? It really does. I I play every instrument that is being played on all of my songs. I I don't I don't have the I don't I don't like do things on a DAW. I only record on a DAW. Uh I I have a drum set. It's an electronic drum set. Uh and then I have like I, I'm a bass player at heart, so for that one, that's probably the other reason why I really like that because I I don't usually get to do complicated or stand out bass lines, but they're the first things that I usually will write into a song uh, with the with the drums. So I mean, the composition for that one is I think it's okay. So I have one guitar that's just going balloon bass that's doing yeah. the bass that's doing all the way. There's actually two bass lines: one that's just finger picked and one that's being slapped. The drums, uh, what what else did you I... You got a lot of reverb going there, too. Yeah, there is a lot like of... Like a, cer- a, a certain style of reverb, I should say. Yeah, I, I, my, uh, I, I have an effect pedal called the Grand Canyon, and it's uh, it has hmm. it has a lot of good echoes and reverb-styled echoes. Uh, well, some people, if you're a music fan and you're going to come at me for that, all reverb is a kind of echo. All right, relax. Okay, I get it. So, you know, some people might... <laughs> There, there's a lot of uh, snobs among that. Anyway, yeah, so I have a really good echo pedal, so I was able to, like, 
fix that up. What else did I have in that? Oh, right. The, I think it's the XV5080. It's a rompler on my... Oh, wait a second. XV, I'm familiar with them. The... XV pedals? No, no. XV, it's an XV uh, uh, synthesizer. It's a rompler. So... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. So, I mean, you might have heard it because it's one of the famous Roland ones. Everybody loves those ones. That's why they put it in the Jupiter, uh, the Jupiter XM because they were like, oh, yeah, let's just put all of these great sounds on it. So I picked one random string one and that's like in the background. The kind of gives it like it sounds awesome. It gives it a little bit of like a uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what I would describe it as but it's it feels good it feels good it felt good to play it and make it so good job i love it so what's on your radar then okay so you're you you talked about uh oh god what was the game wild arms xenogears grandia something like that grandia close enough um (laughs) (laughs) ps1 rpg du jour i guess um we're gonna be seeing some uh grandia yeah, that, that was actually that was gonna come out today, but then I was like, "This one's good. This one is good. It doesn't oh. it doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people." And honestly, I'm kind of stretching. <laughs> but the song I really like, so I'm gonna try my best. The problem with Grandia is that there are some there's some videos with it that like there's plenty of footage context, and then there's some where it's like, uh, I don't. I don't know if I really want to like, I, I would love to give you guys a sneak peek if you guys want afterwards to see what, like what you guys think and be like, eh, it's, yeah, it's cool. Nah, it's not. I don't want to spoil it to anybody now because it's, uh, <laughs> might be a little, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's also, Risque, it's also weird, scandalous. It's definitely aggressive. <laughs> it's definitely aggressive. Aggressive. Ooh, I like it. it, it but it's aggressive. It's influenced by um, what's that one song? Push it to the limit. Oh yeah, from like a GTA. Oh, mo- uh, my- there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from uh, what do you call Scarface. it? Uh, the uh, Scarface. Yeah, and all, all of those '80s influenced things. It it's a uh, it might not be as aggressive in the way that it sounds, but it's very aggressive in what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying right. about the game. Definitely not appropriate for kids. <laughs> Nothing I do is appropriate for kids. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, we know that. I mean, you got a whole thing about a guy fucking a rock. Oh, we got it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A, I try not <laughs> we, to be too like, like only sexual with my jokes. But so, come on, Th- like I mean, that's perfect. That one wrote itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Grandia. Right now, um, what I'm doing is uh, when I was, I keep bringing it up. Um, so I'm just gonna make a quick PSA, kids. People watching this, if you're going to commit to something like game development in which it sucks away all of your time, try to still make time for things that you enjoy. I have not played as many video games in those five years. It literally sucked the life out of every... I played maybe one and a half games a year. was able to beat... Yeah, it was like beat one short game, get halfway through longer games. Very very i don't want to say it's a great it wasn't like a bad time of my life but it was certainly something where like i just missed being able to show being creative and also i have i'm a game collector i own expensive games i go out and i buy expensive games why have i not played them why did i spend this what's your go-to system gamecube sorry 
GameCube. GameCube. Okay, so what is your uh, top five GameCube games? Go. Tales of Symphonia, um, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. Mm. Uh, let's take a look back real quick. <laughs> Big fan of... Do I want to say it? Uh... No one's going to beat you up except for Alex. He gets defensive. Skies of Arcadia oh, Legends. Come on. Um, Ooh, Skies of Arcadia is great. Yeah, uh, this is hard. Especially the the GameCube version is the one to play too. Yeah, that over the Dreamcast version for sure. That one was a hard. Oh man, this is hard. This is hard. What, what else? Is, uh, you can just do top three. Yeah, all right. I was gonna Give say I was gonna say like Eternal Darkness, and I guess oh, that one's great. I, yeah, Eternal Darkness is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just hard because there's other. As I look, I'm like, no way. I like that game a lot too. Oh wait, wait, wait a minute. The Resident <laughs> Evil One remake was on that console. That's, That's what the, happens. Uh, it's hard, but yeah, those are like those are the ones You're that a GameCube I GameCube guy. Then okay, GameCube so we got an N64. Yeah. So we've got three generations here. I'm a Super Nintendo guy. We got the N64 guy, Trav. I'm an N64 guy. guy. Huh. Yeah, that's your thing. You just, you're all collecting every freaking N64 game that's under the... Oh, I'm doing that for everything. For I just happen to have a lot of N64 games. You're right. That's what you're going to do, though. You know. N- N64 an is... Guy. Very... Have you, you might not have heard... There's a, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Nest for anyone. Check it out. It's got NES, NES games. Oh, I thought it was the Loch Ness yeah. Monster. I thought that was what... It, nah, anyway. Loch Ness Monster uh, games. Yeah, you're just <laughs> very into cryptid hunting. I actually am real huge into it. I love that stuff. Anyway, sorry. The Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. yeah Just yeah. cryptids, man. They're everywhere, Alex. Are you telling me you don't believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was, that was my nickname in high school, Sasquatch. Fun fact for oh, you. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's probably because you were good looking, right? Uh, I, yeah, you know, well, let's say let's say it's that and not my not my size, I guess. <laughs> or because you were a monster truck. Yeah, exactly. Were you a, were you a truck? I was, in fact, you, a truck. You might have been. You might have been a trunk. You ever a, tr- a trunk? <laughs> might have been a truck. You ever think of that? This is some hard hitting journalism. I ruined that. It joke. was an internship. <laughs> no, no. I see. This is all being creative. You know, sometimes you just got to throw stuff at the wall. But it was an mm-hmm. internship at Transformers. I was a transformer, and they were like, "All right, <laughs> you're a truck now. Be the best truck you can be." Mm-hmm. With uh, what's his name, Peter Weller, as your voice. I don't know yeah. if it was Peter Weller, but. <laughs> Uh, well, Peter Weller is going to voice you now, but um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. I don't know why I thought of Peter Weller. I don't know why I thought of RoboCop, but anyway, Love RoboCop. Yeah. weird choice. Oh but, yeah. man, that movie's awesome. That Real quick though, um, I got to ask because I, you know, I don't know what your goal is with your YouTube thing. I know it's it's a way to first and foremost, it seems like it's a way to to flex a creative <laughs> muscle that you've left dormant for five years while you tried to make a video game, but. You know, these days, it seems like if a creator wants their stuff to be proliferated and popular on YouTube, you got to kind of kowtow to that YouTube algorithm. And your videos are shorter, you know, typically under a minute, sometimes even less than half a minute. Do you have any thoughts on how you might overcome that to get your stuff out there? Is that even a worry? What What's your... That is the first time the word kowtow has ever been used on this podcast. Just want to throw that out there. It's a new Thank sentence. You. Brand new sentence. It's Put good. that in the spreadsheet. Yeah, spreadsheet. Brand new. I'm actually going to write that down because I am not very good with vocabulary, as you guys might have go. been able to tell. Yeah, um, it's been an issue. Yeah. So, what do you think? What do you? What is your? What is your stance on that? Your opinion? Do you care about any of that stuff? <laughs> I have to be honest with you. <laughs> this is going to sound so, so dumb. All right, I've already achieved all of my goals for you for YouTube. Two Sweet. goals. 
100 subs so I get my channel URL. That You've was the, that was the first one, and the second one <laughs> is to be invited to something. So thanks, guys. You helped my yes! you helped make my dreams come yeah! true. <laughs> That's it. I'm a cop. Wait, yeah! this doesn't mean you're going to quit making videos, though, does it? That would suck. I no. retire. It was it's been a good run, guys. Thank you so much. No, but at this point now, it's like <laughs> no, you... the sky's the limit. I don't. Um, <laughs> you gotta keep playing Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, you I, gotta you gotta keep going. You gotta play If. I, you gotta you gotta play Nocturne. You gotta play everything. I I still haven't finished the first one. I just I, I my, my oh my god the the first one's not worth my, it. Just go to the second one. My game crashed two hours without saving because I don't oh, use no. save states. So. Uh, oh no yeah that was bad no just go to the second one this the second one starts out really freaking cool it really does like the first i was really shocked at like whoa everything is like super different and super fun and like this is completely it's the same but not and i loved how it started um but eventually you know of course it comes back and blah 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 yeah but, uh, i'm definitely gonna finish that up um so travis to what you were saying um I do have videos, longer videos down the pipeline, but right now, as I think I have like what three hundred and twenty-five ish subs, which is mm-hmm. you know, whoops, sorry. Uh, I keep apologizing as though I'm smacking into somebody else and not just my my pop filter. Uh, <laughs> right, right now, like you know, thanks to people like you guys who think my videos are funny and the Shin Megami Tensei community because they are really watching and in, uh, in some small parts the metal gear community and the silent hill communities they hate you they're no, like, they, stop, they, stop they, dunking on our sweet games there are people that there are people that do think that i am dunking on the games and you know what i am in what world is a teenager <laughs> going to go and save the world how many times uh, if i if i make fun of grandia grandia doesn't have a huge fan base so whatever but if i make fun of grandia and somebody comes out of the woodwork oh this guy doesn't get it like what what's there not to get like this dude who is he's 14 years old he wants everybody to call him a man goes and gets into combat with 35 year olds and who've been training their whole life beats them in combat all in the name of adventure yeah there's nothing silly about this game it takes itself so seriously come on yeah but he's the chosen one oh, yeah. come on you don't get it oh, yeah. he's chosen See, this is why the, by the gods or someone or something somewhere that's why i, I like chrono trigger because chrono trigger doesn't take itself seriously Seriously, there's no chosen yeah. ones. It's just like, hey, this amulet puts you in a really shitty situation. Get to work. Yeah. It's like that's it. You know, that simple. It's like, oh my god, like we're well. Honestly, if they were responsible, they'd be like, hey, maybe we should talk to, maybe we should get more people in on this. <laughs> if they were responsible, <laughs> let's go to the king of Guardia. Let's let's discuss this. It's like, for like a hey, minute. you know, even if they don't want to do like, that, no, let's take this freaking thing and let's go travel through time and no wait let's go back and and level up on gato yeah. let's do that instead. seven people magic against a like a million several million year old creature what can go wrong let's yeah. let's go for it yeah. who cares nothing um <laughs> nothing I, I i can't believe i'm that forgetful i was like on a grant i was like yeah shit got me tense uh, i'm gonna make these videos <laughs> i want to push things out there but right now i just want to focus on kind of just putting things out there. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Uh, I, I really, I really just want to be able to be consistent and fighting an algorithm doesn't really make sense to me. Building a community around people that like will watch my stuff and think it's funny. That's all I care about. And if I 
like, yeah, the Shin Megami Tensei community, they really are like stepping up. I actually got my first, my first, I was on the subreddit and somebody else posted my video. I'm like, yeah, this is great. These, yeah. these small That's always steps, awesome, man. These it's, small it's great steps. when you see other people peddling your stuff. That's when it's... Yeah, exactly. You know, when you don't like, have to do it yourself as much, it's so rewarding. Yeah, so you know, cool. I, I, th- I think it's uh, it, it's fun. And I, I don't care about... I don't know. I don't have an idea of like, I want to be able to pay my bills with this. Maybe my credit... Not credit card bill, what am I saying? My my phone bill, that'd be cool. You know, $40 a month. Like <laughs> Maybe. It's within reason. Yeah, you know, that that's all right, but to me like it's not about money or building up uh building up an empire, you know, as you guys as you guys, you know, I I envision I I envision it. I envision it. I'm like, yes. Like I, I want to see these retro I want to see these retro games just, you know, people need to be watching these. People need to go and see Home Alone 2. They need to see they that do. game. They need to <laughs> watch have- that game. I gotta well, see clearly. you meme it. There, you're right, though. There are creepy guys in the bushes smacking at kids. I was so frustrated playing the game, I didn't even realize how ridiculous that was. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned that, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, Tra- Travis. It's just pedophiles have... everywhere. Exactly, exactly. They are, like... It's not okay. Coming out of the woodwork. Travis, you you have no idea how valuable your your videos are for those creative juices. You as well, Alex. Like, you guys... You guys, <laughs> you guys showcase these things, and you don't even... Like, you don't even realize, like, man... Games uh, are stupid. Games are really they are. stupid sometimes. Really are. You're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of tomorrow's videos, uh, let me tell you. Oh yeah. That. Oh I can't wait for that. that. <laughs> oh god. It's gonna be you're you're gonna be so disappointed and so overwhelmingly like just dumbfounded and it's gonna be bad. I, I, I can't it's wait. It's gonna be bad. That's all I'm gonna say. I look forward to all of it. I can't wait. But to it's what you're saying, bad. this this I mean, we're gonna segue you out of this show here pretty soon. You've been a lot yeah. of fun. We've kept you at least an hour, and I appreciate that. But speaking of dunking on games and how ridiculous they are, folks, listen to Tales of the Lesser Medium out there. Funny podcast, me and Caleb J. Ross, too. We're all the time dunking on games and how silly they are. It's the whole point of the podcast. Check that one out. But more so than that, please go find Very Cool Guy Mike on YouTube. Evidently, it's easy now. You just go to youtube.com forward slash Very Cool Guy Mike. He's right there. Uh, he's also on Twitter as Very Cool Guy Mike, which how is that? how was that not taken? How many mics out there suck so bad there wasn't already <laughs> like 10 very cool guy mics. Like, how do you not have like 10 numbers beside of that? Uh, yeah, it's not very cool guy mic, like, sla- you know, 11 or 12. Yeah, uh, underscore. Uh, Amazing. I, I'm pretty sure nobody is as, is as sarcastic as I am. Because like, <laughs> very cool guy Mike, like, oh yeah, this guy really thinks he's cool. Like, no, no, I'm, I don't. It's, you know, that and my other, my other username both i'm very people are always surprised that i got both what of was them. your other username like big sweaty guy or sweaty something naked like man sweaty naked man <laughs> <laughs> which i will say not as threatening as it sounds when it adds you as a friend yeah I, it's uh <laughs> we can edit that out if you want but no, no. <laughs> it's just, i just saw that and i was like oh yeah, yeah oh it's yeah it's about time we got a big sweaty guy in here yeah i thought that i, mean, was, I yeah. thought that was funny you know makes this uh chat room uh, uh a sauna the the swedish finnish sauna i've always wanted to be so everyone please check please check out mike's stuff we'll have links in the description follow him check out this stuff laugh a lot share it with other people that would be great um any any parting words? I feel like I'm about to execute you. Do you have any final words, Mike? <laughs> parting words. It was a good life. You've never done this with any other <laughs> guest, Trav. Just let's go. I suddenly forgot how we got rid of people. 
Mike, <laughs> get out of here. No, this has been great. Dude, Mike, you've been awesome. You're hilarious. Your your channel is really funny. Thank um, you guys. I hope you keep uh, making memes about old RPGs. And I hope that it, it just your sense of humor is just contagious. Like, I think it's funny. Uh, Trav thinks it's funny. I, th- I, I hope we spread the word and uh you know make other people think it's funny too so thank you for taking the time to to come on our podcast thank thank you guys thank you guys and also i want to say sincerely thank you for believing in me there's it there's not it's not every day that i can like say that to express my you know gratitude but it's it's so weird when you feel like people don't believe in you and now now people do it's like wow it's, it's great you know anyway thanks again thank you yeah keep up the good work man all right everyone that has been another drunk friend podcast as always you can reach out to us with questions or comments at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com we love hearing from you we'll respond eventually you know we will sorry we're slow please head over to polymedianetwork.com if you want to hear more podcasts we got tales of the lesser medium pd's power hour polykill indie quest and more Hey, if you're not interested in sending an email, that's not a big deal. Just, you know, give us a rating and a review on a podcast app of your choice, and that'll help us out big time. You can find all of us on social media. On Twitter, I'm at TravPlaysGames. Alex is, of course, at SNESDrunk. And you can find Very Cool Guy Mike at, you're not gonna, you're not gonna believe this, at Very Cool Guy Mike. What a great Twitter handle. Like, what if I was, like, Very Cool Guy SNESDrunk, even though that would never fit on... <laughs> <laughs> on, on on Twitter, but uh, as always, the music you heard at the beginning and you can hear right now was composed by our friend Cooler. The track you hear is called Electric Star Bounce, and you can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. Shout out to Josh Leslie for our thirst quenching logo. Be sure to catch us all on YouTube. Thanks for listening. We'll be having great rest of your day. Yeah! Have a what? And we hope you have a great rest of your day. You can put that in there if you want.